What's up, everybody? Lou Jack here with my boy Ray D. Getting ready to give you episode two of Boiler Buzz. Check it out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Boiler Buzz. This is Ray Phil Davis. Lou Jack. And we're here to break down the last few games and coming off the Maui Invitational where the Boilermakers dominated, uh, did extremely well out of Hawaii. Uh, three games in a row, three different style victories. Every Everybody played well. All the different guys contributed each game, turned into the number one team in the country. Uh, had a great game last night against Texas Southern. I think, I think the guys are playing well, but we want to check in with everybody, give our, give our opinions, answer some questions, and just kind of break down this next game. We got conference starting on Friday with a huge test. Everybody remembers going to Northwestern last season as the number one team in the country, and um, Northwestern picking up the the win that solidified coach, solidified Boo Boo. He is one of the best players ever in the history of the program. Got Chase Aldiz, an NBA contract. Uh, Gabe Brooks Barheiser, the confidence he has now being a Lafayette kid, knocking off the number one team in the country that did recruiting. So it's a big, we did a lot for Northwestern this year. So I'm a uh, last year, so I'm excited to see him play. But we want to break down the games from from past. And Lou, I just want to get your feel on things. How you feel the guys play? I mean, they played great in a sense. So when I say great, I think all three different games showcase different things. I don't think it's one game you could say. We played a perfect game. You know, I think in that first um, game, the biggest thing I was impressed about, that first half went however it went, but then Coach Painter went to a whole different lineup to start the second half. But I remember us having that conversation previous, like, how do you keep everybody happy? And I think that's how you keep everybody happy because now those words are when he's in practice saying, hey, just be ready. Yep. Be ready, dude. Yep. If you're ready, you know, your number card, I got you. Yep. And in all three of them different games, it showed game two, it was Fletcher lawyer show. Yep. People just saying Fletcher might need to go to the bench. It was over with. You know what I mean? Like, just think about that. Like, yeah. every Caleb, yep. Caleb had a big second game. Yep. You go through it, but all three games was just different. Uh, different test for us. Shot the ball well. Some games just shoot the ball well. So I, li- I like to see it just even playing that many games back to back. Crazy, no, yep. you know, not the talent. Out the schedule, yeah, the talent yeah. is crazy, but even just the scheduling is crazy. Day, 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 day out, yeah, and then because the thing that I like the most too, like you just said, and then I heard Zach say it after one of the games is they can beat you in a lot of different ways. Like you think of Gonzaga, this number one offense, normally number one, one or two offenses in the country. Tennessee, number one defense in the country, one of the most physical defenses you'll see. I mean, you see how many times Purdue got to the foul line, beat you that way. Fletcher got off. You see the Marquette, they switch it up. They're going to press you. They'll get after you. Defenses junk it up. Iguodaro's a different style big man. And they you go 4-17 from three against Tennessee, you figure out how to win that game. Offense is good against Marquette. You figure out how to get over the hump of turning the ball over. You out-rebound them. You turn 13 offensive rebound to 20-second chance points, and you win that way. So, I mean, they could beat you on the three-point line last night against Texas Southern. They get 20 points in transition. That's where I think this team is different. We talked about it before athletically. And just even going off of last night, I mean, because coming from off the number one team, and you played off of teams that were ranked high, you guys won big games. What is that like after you win a big game, your ranking goes up, and then you still have to keep performing? What is pain like in those moments? Um, It's back to business. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of celebrate, like, 
I think for everybody out to the guys on Maui, I think everybody in that locker room, they know. Like, they believe they were the number one team. I don't think right. that was a shocking part. Right. But now it's like, hey, we got to get back to work because right. other times we've been number one right. workers. We take a loss. As soon as we get number one, we take a loss. Now it's like, hey, man, we got to go back to work. It's right. good. We got that done. We know we belong here. But now can you show that you can get stayed? Yeah. Anybody, not anybody, but once you get to number one, cool. Yeah. But most people can take their foot off the gas for a second. Hey, this is a big celebration. Now it's like, I felt like everybody at Purdue woke up the next day was like, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they know now, but now we just like, all right, let's go back, take care of Texas Southern, which I think that's up just the mind for him. Is that a coach's thing that the coaches is playing, or is that like a player thing in the locker room? You need leaders for that. What, uh, because you see it happen to teams that they don't go back to business. So who who leads that charge and what is the locker room like? It's a combination of both, but I think it's, it's obviously the players. Like, I think obviously for any coach, anybody, like the first time you experience being number one, like everybody could put on the front, but like right. everybody chest feel a little bit good. You may not even necessarily fully know just how to handle being number one. Right. You know what I mean? But now you got guys in the locker room where Miles Colbert gets to be number one for the first time. Getting a lot of love, Zach E looks over it. Bird Smith, like, hey, that's cool. But yeah, hey, yeah, make yeah. sure we go get the minor jump shots. See, like, everybody, let's still stay on our routine because this is our standard. It's not people in the locker room. I can't believe I'm number one. It's like, hey, this is where we're supposed to be. Let's go go to work. So I think that's the difference. And the players lead it. And obviously, even the coaches, though, once everybody's experienced it, now we're used to this. I mean, because you see it last night. They came out about business. I think it was. They scored the first 11. It got like 17 to 5 or something like that there. Then it was scoring 99 points. Brandon could have went for a triple-double, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the player you look at, but when you hear pain reasoning, you get it, whatever. But, I mean, it was Zach gets four field goal attempts. He go four for four. You score 99 points. I mean, everybody's locked in. And Brandon, I mean, you hear Rob talk about it. I don't agree with Rob. I mean, it, this may not be a Purdue favor, but. I still think Blue Bully is the best point guard in the league until proven otherwise. And I think this Friday could prove otherwise if they match up. I think they got to match up. But Braden is definitely right there with Blue Bully. He's definitely eclipsed a lot of the folks that people put ahead of him. I think he got one more monster in the way. But he controlled the game last night. 19, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. I mean, made great plays, got everybody involved. I mean, they just looked so fluid offensively. So I'll ask you a question. Brandon Smith is the best point guard at Purdue since. <laughs> me. Uh, I, I, me. I think you, I would see like J.O.'s a one-year guy. Yeah. J.O., I like what he did, obviously, for the program. J.O. changes the program. John Octi, so if nobody knows. Yeah. P.J. Thompson had a very solid career. Yeah. He's the point guard. I, you got to like what he did. Obviously, he won a big 10 championship. Very solid. But I, I'll say me. I'll say me just some of the impact, the different responsibilities, just coming in as freshman, walking in, and granted, it's sophomore year, which I always go back to say, like, I don't get jealous watching them, but part of the the basketball player in me wish I could experience that sophomore jump. Yeah. Like that swag, that confidence, yeah. just like when I'm watching them play, I'm enjoying it because it's like, oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he knows, like, like see, if you if somebody wants to put boo boy ahead of him, like he's looking at like yo, I'm number one. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's it's no more like I don't necessarily need the media, yeah, or anybody really validation like yeah. the confidence and how he's just out there on the court. You can see it like yeah. 
it is not a bad cop. It's like somebody may say, hey, that's cocky. It's like, it's a great thing to happen to Warrior. Yeah. You just got swag about it. He bring a, he bring a toughness to the team. And like the opposing team, you feel that. Like when you play against somebody, you know if they're fucking up. Like you know. got a rebound. Like you got a rebound. like this. You see the swag compared to another guard might grab it. It's like, dude, hey, I'm out. Look, whatever I want to do. The over the head passes is crazy. Yeah. You can see it. You can see the confidence that the coaches didn't put in the hill, that he didn't put into a sub. He watched a lot of film. He got in jail. PJ helped a bunch with that. But no, I agree with you. He brings something to this team that he played like he played last night. I mean, Zach still gets you 15 and six limited minutes. He's still going to be 20 and 10 guy every night. But if Brady can control the game, come off of those ball screens, whip the, whip the ball around. Because, I mean, you see last night, even against Texas Southern, they go seven minutes without a field goal in the first half. Yeah. And this is what the starters on the floor. So this ain't just the reserve guy. So there's got to be a point. And then at the end of the half, Braden break the play, come off the double. He get to the basket. He got to do more of that. He got to be as aggressive as he was to start the second half all game against good competition because that's, that's what's going to get him over the hump. Because when he – point guards, guards, two guards, they, they, guards win in March. I mean, the ball is in your hands. You're making the decisions. You're getting out and going. And for doing transition – just makes them way better because it wears you down in transition. And then when they slow it down and throw it to the big fella in the post, it's just nothing you can do. But then I got a question for you just because I think we could talk about him again. Last joke. Yeah. And we talked about it a little bit, but <clears throat> what he brings to the team is a lot. And a lot of questions for you. I asked Twitter and I asked everybody out there if you can like, comment, subscribe. Is Glass Jones, Matt Painter's, best two-way player that he's had. Not being two-way in the sense of every night he's going to guard the best player. He's going to guard one through three multiple positions. And you have to guard him offensively. There is no closing out short. There is no putting you. You can hide somebody you on him. You know what I mean? You got to guard him. So is he, is, is he that? You played with some good ones. You've been around at the start. It's a great question. Uh, I want to clear one thing up for Purdue fans. When we talk about guard, like we asked the best guard for Brady, Carson, Jay, and Ivy, to me, and I feel like a lot of us, they're combo guards. Yeah. So yeah, before yeah. everybody jumped to the combo, point guard, what? Oh, uh, no, Jay, and Ivy, Carson. They, I think those two, each one more, like they're hybrids. They can do it. Yeah. But they're kind of in that category. We can just say the point guards, the Jay, and Ivy team, we will say is Eric, Eric Hunter, yeah. Isaiah Thompson, they the point guard, uh, Carson, you know, Jell, easy. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what yeah, you do. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but no, that's a great, the two-way, the two-way question is great. Uh, for me, uh, you put Chris Kramer here, but offensively, Lance Jones is better than Chris Kramer. So, he he takes Chris. He takes Chris in that regard. Uh, Kel, to me, Kelsey Barlow is special. Kelsey Barlow is one guy. For a fact, he can guard the four. John Lure, West Coast, Coach Perry will put him one through a four. Offensively, that's kind of his drop off. Yep. So you put Lance above him with that. Um, to, to respectfully, I wasn't, I don't really know too much of that area. I could see Kenny Lowe getting the call. Mm, Kenny Lowe. That's why I don't know where I put Kenny Lowe in that. What about David T? David T make it into that. David Teague as well. I think those two, um, I think Teague was a little bit more no offensively. But I think those two, you know, old school for me, what I know, you got to kind of consider them. Yeah. I'm biased, but I, I'll i still go Etoine more. Mm. Yeah, I think Etoine had a lot of help, man. I love Etoine. I'm with you, but this is one of the defensive players of the year on the team. One credit I give Etoine, and it's uh, and some people may not look at this like, 
he was never afraid to take a matchup. We never hear oh, that's facts. We never yeah, like, no, any, any time yeah. if a switch happens, switch happens. He, he he's guarding anybody. But right, in right, particular, right. one night, um, Brandon Wood, we played at Valpo. This is a senior and Brandon Wood had a, a really good first half. He had a really good first half. I don't want to over exaggerate, but he had a good first half <laughs> to where like Payne walked in and kind of looked like, hey man, like who gonna do it? But it was it was each one matchup. Yeah, Brandon Wood didn't score the second half. Oh, that's great. That matchup. Oh, that's tough. So that's tough. Some of that, that's tough. I got that's tough. I got more years with each one, but if somebody's Lance is there. That's tough. Lance is definitely right there in the consideration, but he's got to be top four, really top three, and I'm not mad. He's top two. He get he get he get for dude just so much. I mean, even you think about the word the, to shoot the half court shot that he shot. I think the Marquette game. I mean, they win that game. I think by they win that game by three. Yeah. I mean, wait, quick lands on Rupert. No, you got it. The Gonzaga game? Yeah. It at the game? Yeah. When he picked up the foul because he didn't want to let him score and we were already up by like 11. Yeah. I said, well, I like that. Yeah, I like, you like it. I mean, I like what he out there last night. They up 20, but he had a three. He could the and walk it out, come out on the feet. He could the dance. And like, Purdue need that type of energy. Last year, it was so uptight. It was so, everything got to be by the book. We got to win. We got to play perfect. We can't have no fun. It's just, we can't enjoy this. Like, he, like what John Octus brought to us, even though we was coming off the last place year, he coming from Miami, he bringing a whole different swag to the team. Like he energized it, he getting guys going, he getting the crowd into it. And I think like Lance Jones bring that in. Like I like how Trey Kaufman Red answered the bell. I mean, he come in the game, he makes some shots. I mean, you don't start a game, it matters. And I want to just, this dog got nothing to do with Purdue, but we talked a little bit about this too, but you look at Michigan State, and we'll get back to Purdue in a second, but you look at Michigan State and AJ Hogarth get pulled. And he doesn't start. A sophomore starts in front of him. And against uh against uh, last night when they I mean against Georgia Southern, Trey Holloman gets ten assists. Jeremy Fears, the other backup, gets ten rebounds. And you get taken off the ball. What's that like? What do you think is going through his head? And have you ever uh, had seen those experiences happen? Yeah, that's tough. You feel for him to a degree. You feel for him to a degree, but this is the part of where the common fan respectfully doesn't see that's business. Mm-hmm. It's, it's productivity. It's business. How can Michigan State be better? Need two guards. Back. Are the future and they're ready to kind of produce and the chemistry just better? So you got to see it. But now I'm AJ Ogard. Now this. Leader, mm-hmm. but now also okay, okay, coach. I'm six man, seven man. I might not. I don't like it. I'm sure my phone been blowing up. My DJ, uh, right. my boys back home. That's only your side. I don't like right. it. But now I gotta figure out how to be the best in this role because mm-hmm. I still want to play in the league. I still mm-hmm. want to play overseas, mm-hmm. and all these things may happen in the league, and you'd be willing to adjust. So now it's just maybe this is the like lesson. Like right. my ego got to go away. And I got to, you know, figure it out. And we had a teammate. He kind of went through that similar two years in a row. Granted, the year before I got there, he was in the kid team, had a knee surgery, went through some things. A lot of fans don't know that. So that recovery was different, but he was a hell of a leader. Mm. Like some days I would look at him, shout out to Keaton Grant, because he deserves to get his name shot. I just like as a freshman, I'd be like, Yo, how are you willing to be such a good teammate to me? And I, I kind of took your spot. Mm. I got your minutes. But he was nothing but a big brother. So now that culture at Purdue, that selflessness, that I'm really here for the team, I'm a leader. When he speak, 
he still got an honor. Yep. Because he could have been in his feelings earlier, but like, man, I'm not helping, but yep. still six media when we play Washington and um, get to the Sweet 16. He's in the most important moments, but he didn't quit on us. He had to just adjust his role. So the best advice to AJ Hogarth is you got to adjust. Yeah. Still be you. Yeah. But now you got to adjust. So like, I mean. I got to. You got you to do what you got to do. You just still get further and further down in the bench. And you got to do a coach. You got to do a coach ass. Because it ain't even the football where you can't get it back. You, right. You got practice still. You got games. You One of those dudes play bad. You step up. I mean, yeah, no, but for sure. No, I just wanted to see. See your take on that. And then, just in the same rail, you get back to Purdue and Kayla first. Guy now coming off the bench. Now he's the guy that was in the TKR role last season, the limited minutes and spot minutes now. And you can see it visibly a little bit. He's adjusting to it. You can see kind of the shakiness to him, the unsureness of him. Like kind of, I mean, I think he airballed a three last year. He's going to airball shots, but. You just got to adjust to that role and understand just play hard. Exhaust your energy because some nights it's going to be you. Some nights it's going to be Mason. Some nights it's going to be Trey. For Purdue, like a few years ago when we think about Purdue, you combine Travion Williams' numbers and you combine Zach Eady. Similar to where you think about Ohio State right now, you combine Isaiah Key and Akpar. That's the combination. So you combine TKR, Caleb First, Mason Gillis into one. And whatever production you get out of all three of them, that's a power four production. And you get, say you get 14 and seven out of that combination, that's all Big Ten player. And that's kind of how you think, that's kind of how I think about it. And I think all of those guys got to be selfish because that position can help them win a national championship. True show. True. And it showed. Because, I mean, in Maui, all three of those guys had different times, different yep. moments of success where yep. it was Mason, first yep. night, Caleb, second night, Drake, yep. like, Trey hit the big three against a market like this. It was different. Like you said, like that position and selflessness together because they still play the four and five to a ton. Yeah. So we need everybody. No, for sure. And then I got a question for you. I mean, my guy, Rue. Rue Patel sent us a question there. What do you think Zach going to put up a three in Mackey? And he threw a caveat. <laughs> I like Rue. Rue, my guy. Well, Rue, because you know if they miss, if the opposing team misses two free throws, the everybody the, the students get chicken, free yeah. chicken. Yeah. So Zach makes the three. Rue said the students should get free chicken. What you think? Should he take a three soon? And do you think that's happened off a of pick and pop? And should the kid should the kids get chicken? He definitely needs to take it. So how many more non conference games we got? Like just a couple. And the ones you got left. Well, no, you got you got you still got Eastern Kentucky in there. You got. Um, Jacksonville in there. You, Christmas break. You got that Christmas break time. You knew about Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Harris, don't know we not getting. We're not getting that off. Yeah. But he, he probably got about three, four games before the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I'd love to see it too. Yeah, we, we got about three more games. Yeah. Then you yeah, yeah. start. No. I can see it happening. And then I got another question for you. My guy, Josh Brady. My guy, I, I lost my guy too. He said, um, you think back to Big Shorts, Lou. He didn't put the Big Shorts part. I was saying the Big Shorts part. Big Shorts, Jordan's, Mackie Flow is 2011. Brady Smith run through that tunnel. He got Zach Eady with him, too. Okay, you lock, you locking that up? Am I locking that up? Are you locking Brady Smith up? Yeah, he said lock down Brady Smith. I'm going to respect Brady Smith. I'm going to respect Brady Smith and say, I mean, it's going to be a matchup. But Lou Jack in that tunnel... 
yeah, I want that match. Yeah, yeah, respect. Yeah, no disrespect, but yeah, like I mean, Coach Perry, you like that up? Let me just stop. Let's practice. <laughs> I'm trying to all right, shout out the break, but yeah, that's the yeah. Shout out the break. Ah, man. Keep running. That's my guy. That's how I sound. Says Danny Jill, big dog. That's my dog. Like, I mean, I go to war with break. I'll say that. Like, I respect him enough to even say, I would like to see that match. Mm, that's real. I'll say that. That's real. Yeah. My guy, Justin, said, all right, that's a good question, Justin, because Purdue won the league by three games last year. And this year, I mean, the league doesn't look even as strong as it did last year, especially top to bottom. Like last year, you got to worry about going to Penn State and playing Jalen Pickett. You know what I mean? They tenth in the league this year. It kind of looked top it. Do you think the you think Pickett, the Purdue can run through the league in a sense of dominating, maybe undefeated in the league, win the league by six games, five games? What you think? How you see the Big Ten shaking up? That's a tough question because if any team could do that, to do something dominant like that, to make that statement, I think they could do it. Yeah. But now the other side of me playing in the Big Ten, just knowing how competitive it gets, I don't know if anybody just going to ever really get six games, seven games separation dominance. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, as long as you win the Big Ten, by, I don't care if you win a by game outright. Yeah. That's really the goal. That's right. But if, if any team could do it, it's this team. It's this team. This team, team for sure. And talking about this team for sure, if it's any team to do it, Ooh, I've been wanting to have this conversation. Shout out Dawson White. Dawson Witt. Dawson Witt. At Dawson Witt. Baby Bullets versus this team. <laughs> Who wins in a series of seven? Who will be the MVP in a series? A series of seven is a good one. Because you guys, for anybody that doesn't know, I'm going to intertwine the baby boys. I'm going to give you my favorite Purdue team. I'm going to give you a team that I was being recruited through, the team I committed to. You had yes, Blue Jack. You had Kramer on that team. You had King Greg, Etoine, Rob, JJ. You had you had the guy. Those were, you had, you know, Kelsey wasn't there yet. You had Rhino on that team. You had, those were, those were the guys that kind of, you know what I'm saying? But that team, First, this team. Who win that game? Seven series. Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to go meet. Oh, no, I want to know your thing. I don't care about that. <laughs> he was there. No, that's tough. Uh, Man, that's tough because the D sound old. Like, the game's changed. Just that. But uh, matchup-wise, I think me and Braden match up. You match me and Braden. Cool. Okay, cool's each one's matchup. Got to put Lance Jones on each one. Okay, you put Ali. Right, right. You put Lance Jones on each one. Okay, I, Still think Etwan scores, but that's a good fight. Yeah. I don't eat. So then we got Kramer and who's my three? Uh Fletcher. I like that. I like that matchup. I like that matchup. I like that matchup. I like that matchup a lot. I like that matchup. I'll pick like as much as you can. I like Fletcher too though. I like Fletcher. Shot like Fletcher. I like Fletcher. Torch, but knowing that Oh, oh no, 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 you put you put Kramer on. Oh no, you are. You see what I'm saying? You know what? In either way. We can switch. You can switch. We'll, we'll, we'll do all three. Mouth, if you wanted to Kramer or all Fletcher just to take it. Just, just, just body. Eliminate. Just, just, just go shut him down, chase him all, boy. We all, we all know about to score strong. Awesome. Caleb McConnell, Sasha, the father of Yeah, let's yeah. get him out the game. If you come down here, we okay, we'll, we'll take yeah. it. But we don't want you to see a shot. So that's yeah, offensively, you want Fletcher, but defensively, you think Kramer enough can kind of. 
balance out the points. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Now, the four is tricky because Rob Hummel was Rob. Rob Hummel was all in. Rob Hummel was all in there. So, but they have, respectfully, three guys that can rotate at least to give them different looks. TKR maybe can put him in the post. He got, he got, I saw about to say, he got guard TKR. You got to wow. box out with Mason Gillis. Yeah. Caleb Pigault, they can stretch a little bit. So you like that matchup? Still on the box. That's Rob. Yeah, still Rob. That's, that's Rob. Yeah, now, obviously, the matchup everybody <laughs> came to see is the five. Is so. the five. So I think it's really more about who gets to dominate at their pace because Zach Eady, Zach Eady in the post. That's fact. You, you got to respect that. But Juwan Johnson is Juwan Johnson. a true – he's probably a true four. He was like one of the first stretch five. He was a real stretch five. I mean, you actually have to respect It's not like, oh, we'll live with one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to make 12 of those. You got to respect that. So now you like, man, like I, who dominates defensively in the pace. That's that's a, that's a toss-up. I, I give that. It's a, it's a great matchup. That's real. It's a great matchup. Yeah, that's real. But I, and I think, he, I think KG coming off the bench – it gives something different too. Yeah, I think you bring it off the bench for this. That's not the thing off my head. Is it can I like Cam athleticism? But you got Cam and Miles, and they ain't matching up with KG, especially a senior KG. No, it's different. No, it's different. He coming in taking a lunch money. It's different because even yeah, yeah. one of us. In, granted, they both can stay in there late game, but if we have a bad game, coach has no problem keeping. Yeah, keeping and then your, KG coming in putting the length and the pressure on break. Yeah. He not getting some of the some of the floaters off on KG. And if you the want, six foot, yeah. No, I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. What you guys think? I think everybody should uh, comment who won that game. Go back and look if you forget. But another question I got for you, Lou, is from Audra. Audra McKenzie, shout out to you. Is that uh, this is for you, clearly. Should oversized shorts make a comeback? <laughs> you know, we can get through that. So what do you think about the oversized shorts? Are these shorts getting too small? Or do they need to? Because now you got guys rolling them, guys planning compression shorts looking like. What you uh, what you think? I suggest Oh, you know, we used to hide your compression shorts? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like now it's like show your compression shorts. Straight up. I like the respectable length. I, the big length don't need to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell the fans this story. We could probably put it to rest why I wore big shorts. So I didn't know my high school, we only had two size big shorts, but obviously they were you, but there were two double XLs, only two. Yeah. I had to wait. We had a 618, me and my best friend, six five. So I was like, they got me. Yeah. My senior year, they leave, I get the double XLs like that. So when they send me a slit, you know, the producer fell out your sheet. Yeah. I'm not thinking about me in clothes. Ah, I get what you're saying. Nobody, I never, I had nobody ahead of me to tell me, you know, nobody never. Oh, so when I put my name on the that's just got a seven footer short. You feel me? But I, I feel got you. you. I feel you. It worked out. So it was XLTs. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. Yeah, I just didn't turn the ball over, so coach was cool with But uh, oh, that's yeah, funny. Make sure it's long. That's funny. I got two more for you. Just two more questions. You're going to get out of here. Is, uh, well, Rob said something. I called it two on the broadcast last night. Adam Cool said he brought it up. And Rob did say, you think about the best players in Purdue history, obviously, Big Dog come to mind. Shout out to Big Dog. Son just committed to Purdue. He's a I think he'll be a good player. But Zach Eady could be the. Uh, only the second multiple Nate Smith a player award winner since Ralph Sampson in the 80s did it. I mean, they got a chance to go to a Final Four win the National Championship. He does those things. Is he the best Purdue player ever? Are we saying that? Are we witnessing the best Purdue player ever? 
or is it still going to be big dog? It's nothing he can do, kind of like a Michael Jordan situation. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, that's tough. Oh, because I because what big this, but Zach get in the same span of time, like big dog impact. Three. Three. Yep. Three. Zach's three. It's been three so far. This is four. Zach gets to a final four. Yeah, because it ain't like Zach got the Kobe. Yeah, yeah. He eclipses it. Oh. He get to a final four. Yeah, like, you know, that's the, that's the debate because you can't take away anything Zach has. Like, it's the Zach idiot. When he leaves Purdue, you're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to feel it yeah, for, like, for a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, for so. Respectfully, like he been because when 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 Big Dog left, they won th- was three or they won three yeah. straight, three straight after. Yeah, yeah. so that oh, you see that's the dip. Yeah, it was a lot of stats. I mean, but they did go to the lead. They didn't. Yeah, and I, yeah, like what he did was special. You can't, and then see the argument would be well, he's no one drafted. Well, but but we talking about best Purdue player. This is what you did it for Purdue. Right. That's that's, that's, that's a great. There we go. That's a good one. Let me know what y'all think. Whatever y'all think. He still is I don't know. He is I don't know. And last question I got, just this is a good one. This is a good one for you from Brad Redman. Yeah, because um, you were a reason one that I committed, and just I mean, you think about for me the other people committed, and so it had to be something about it early there because you went through like you said you went through times at Purdue. It wasn't all great. It wasn't all rosy. You had injuries. You had ups and downs. You whatever, whatever. What makes Purdue's culture special? And mm. like, like honestly, like a lot of people say, mm-hmm. you tweeted it, but it was real. A lot of people are, a lot of people say family. A lot of people yeah. we family, we family, yeah. family. And a lot of cultures respect for this, a business. We, you family for them four years and maybe not even the four years if you're not producing. Facts. But now like for me, I feel like even with Purdue, you felt it with Coach Martin, Coach Painter. I mean, you look at the trajectory, Coach Katie goes and gets two of his guys. Yep. They play for him. Now they run the program. Now, obviously, Coach Painter is a player because like, he's been there. Now you go through my era, and even some of the guys came back because it was Coach Katie's, but you get that. You got Kenny Lowe, Brandon Knight, Carl Landry, David T., like Terrence Crump. I think Terrence Crump don't get a lot of credit. Yep. He's one of the old Terrence Crump is uh, he's the guy that set the tone for me. It was like family, culture, like that don't show up in the stat books to people. He's never going to get praise for it, but that true family, we brothers. And not only after we grad, like after we here, we graduate. Like he yep. still get on the phone, he calls us. Yep. So now I'm stepping to that role. It's like, hey, it doesn't matter. And I got tired of hearing even about the UConn. Respectfully, all these other pro got fam. Yep. And now you see it in Purdue. Like Coach Painter got job opportunities now for guys. Yep. You, you know what I mean? You see, it's all it's a lot of things. Me and you, look what we do. Yep. We didn't play together. Yep. But even through your career, we was there for each other. We've yep. been around. You've been there for me. Vice versa. Like it's a lot of family. And not just in just all these years, Coach Moore. Yeah, because words. You know what I mean? The night, the night I come out wide. We come now, we kicking in with them. You, man, know, you can reach up. out and actually call them like it's a real family culture and the fans. We just had, like you said, we just had a fundraiser on campus. You got Coach Painter there, the head coach. You got Zach Eady, the current national player of the year, best player on the team, all the way to Randy Shields from back in the day. You got Conzo Martin there from the night. You got Conzo's son there as a player. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see the whole, that's what make Purdue special. That type of stuff matters. And then, like, just before we get out of here, like, going into this Big Ten season, this will be a good year for Purdue. I think Purdue started off this week in Northwest. There's a statement game. I, I strongly think 
Braden Smith and Boo Boo, he got to match up. Yeah, got to. Purdue fans want Braden Smith to be the best point guard in Big Ten. And I do too. I like Boo Boo. A lot. A lot. Boo Boo is a dog. Boo Boo is a dog. And he stayed in Northwestern. He went through the hard times. He got to where they needed to be. They went from projected last place in the league, third place in the league. It's nobody in the world know that feeling better than me. I know that feeling. So I got the risk. Boo Boo, he did it. A preseason All American. But if Brandon Smith want to be the best point guard in the league, you got to go through that monster. Friday, to me, I think Purdue should win that game. They should watch them. I believe they should. I think Lance Jones should take Brooks Bowheiser out of the game physically. I think they should out-rebound them. I think Northwestern doesn't have enough interior scoring to keep up with Purdue, and they can't run with Purdue. It's just not enough there. But they'll have to make a lot of threes. Some, they can, but I just don't see it. But I think Brandon's got to take it on head-to-head and, He's got to get Boo to – if Boo gets 17, it's got to be on 14 shots. It's got to be – You got to be a tough night. You got to show some – and you got to play well because Boo going to guard him. So you got to be this same aggressive Brandon Smith. Yeah, Boo, Boo guard him. Because Boo want that. Boo, Boo want that matchup. Boo not running from – Boo not – Boo not. Ryan Langborn, Boo Tyberry, they're not guarding Brandon Smith. Boo want that because he want to he wanna show everybody else that, nah, he not here yet. Right, it's a different left. So if I'm Boo Boo, I want, I want this. Y'all make me the number one team in the country, but I'm still the best point guard. Right, I'm gonna show you. So this gonna be, this is one of those where I mean, then you, then next you, I mean, you got Alabama coming up, you got Arizona coming up. This is a big, it's a big four game stretch for Purdue, especially start conference. I'm excited for it. And before we get out of here, Lou, you all, you guys, did you want to say anybody? Uh, no, I just want to say real quick, shout out to Zachy. I just um. As a big, he impressed me last year with his conversation when he talked. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. Somebody could tell me I'm wrong. I could be biased as a guard. I don't know that many bigs I've ever met or even mm-hmm. talked to mm-hmm. his leadership. Yeah. What he said at the Maui, just yeah. like about his guys, how I believe you, like just great leadership. And then right. when he made the comment, I don't want to butcher it, right. but just about the NBA and about staying at Purdue and how, right. what it meant to me. So. I was like, I went through a brick wall, fam, and I yeah, never yeah, heard too many yeah. as a leader. So shout out to Zach. Shout out to the team. Yeah, no, shout out to Zach. Zach just real quick for Zach, because Zach, through this NIL stuff and all this and that, and players getting paid for appearances and players getting paid for nothing and whatnot, Zach can't do much because he's not an American, like America, whatever yeah. the rules are or whatever. But we had our fundraiser for Crew Life, and we had it up on campus, and – it took a text message like, yo, Zach, can you come? Can't pay you, but can you come? It's for a good call. Zach was there, spoke. Like, Zach, uh, just a good dude. I mean, on the floor, a monster, but his maturation from, I was there on his visit with his mom. I got to meet him. His maturation from that a visit to where he is now, and the maturation has been impressive. I'm excited for Zach. I'm excited for this Purdue team. I'm excited to start the Big Ten. But nah, uh, for, for us, Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Lou Jack, give me your Twitter, your Instagram. It's Lou underscore Jack. Uh, that's on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Lou Jack 23. And this, always, we're giving you something to look forward to. So look forward to the Lewis Jackson Guard School coming to West Lafayette. We're going to hit you once a week. We're going to be partnering with some of the players. Lou Jack is starting the Guard School. So if you, we're talking about it right now. Brandon Smith is the best point guard since Lewis Jackson. Hopefully we get Brandon Smith over there to help train some of the kids. So if you need anything, make sure you follow us up. Follow us up, subscribe, Boilermaker Buzz. Check us out beyond the Big Ten. Until next time, we out.